0: It's one o'clock. I'm Aaron Tam. The headlines. A leading microbiologist says Hong Kong has contained the spread of the contagious Delta COVID variant in the community. Police are planning to deploy more than 10,000 officers across the city to prevent public gatherings on the 24th anniversary of the handover. And veteran journalist Steve Vines has announced he's stepping down from his role at RTHK Radio after 30 years, citing the national security law. A leading microbiologist says it looks like Hong Kong has contained the spread of the contagious Delta COVID variant in the community but needs to be strict in enforcing flight bans to prevent any imported cases. Francis Sit reports. Paul Lam from the University of Hong Kong said it makes sense that the government reclassified the case of an airport worker found with the Delta variant. He was listed as an untraceable local case but was reclassified as linked to an imported case. After it was found, he had had contact with three infected arrivals from Indonesia. Speaking on a radio show, Dr Ho said Hong Kong must be strict over its flight suspensions to ensure no further local infections from arrivals. He said a zero-tolerance approach was needed if Hong Kong hoped to resume quarantine-free travel with Macau and the mainland. He said it appeared authorities had controlled the spread of the Delta variant in the community with swift contact tracing and large-scale testing. Police are planning to deploy more than 10,000 officers across Hong Kong tomorrow to prevent public gatherings on the 24th anniversary of the handover. This follows the Appeal Board's decision yesterday to uphold a police ban on a march from Victoria Park to the government's headquarters. Sources say police deployment would be similar in scale to that on June 4th this year and Victoria Park may be sealed off. It's said that officers would also pay attention to street booths set up by pro-democracy groups to see if there are any breaches of the national security law, the public order ordinance and social gathering ban. Veteran journalist Steve Fiennes has announced he's stepping down from his role at RTHK Radio after 30 years citing the national security law. Since the legislation took effect a year ago, the public broadcaster has seen the departure of several senior executives and high-profile program hosts. Mr. Vines previously worked for more than a decade as a commentator on Radio 3's Morning Brew program, but he was given a role as guest presenter on Backchat since April. After the program, Mr. Vines spoke about pressure on RTHK to be the government's propaganda arm. The reason why I have misgivings now is I don't feel that the mandate of RTHK as a public broadcaster is as strong as it was in the past. I think there's much more pressure on the station to be an organ of government rather than a public broadcaster. And indeed, I mean, there are people in Medco who've said precisely it should be a propaganda arm of the government. I don't believe for one moment that that's already happened. This interview wouldn't be taking place if it had. But there's a direction of travel which is very worrying. Mr. Vines also hosts English-language political TV programme The Pulse, which airs its final episode on Friday before taking a summer break. He was unable to say whether the programme would return. He said he would continue his work as a columnist and author. Former president of Hong Kong Public Doctors Association Erezina Ma has said that she expected medical professionals to refrain from criticizing the government and its health care policy to avoid getting into trouble. She made the remarks as two doctor groups disbanded recently. The Pro-Democracy Médecins Inspire group announced on its social media page it would disband without giving any reasons. Dr. Ma said professionals like doctors were unsure whether they could still openly discuss political issues, adding that they would also be cautious when giving their views on the government's healthcare policy.
1: I'm quite sure that um, the medical professional will less and less likely uh, openly give opinions about the uh, healthcare issues or criticize the, the, the government's uh, healthcare policy because uh, even though we are targeted only to the uh, healthcare issues, but we, we may be labeled as one of the political move. So we will um, try our best to avoid uh, this happen.
0: On Monday, the Frontline Doctors' Union announced it would disband because it couldn't find a new chairperson. The Environment Secretary Wong Kam Seng has rejected criticism that the government's 15-year clean air plan lacks targets and timelines, saying officials have to be pragmatic. He said Hong Kong faces more challenges than other cities because it's a port for ocean-going vessels packed with buildings and cars with surrounding regions still under development. But the CEO of Clean Air Network, Patrick Fung, said there should be better coordination between the health, transport and development bureaus to provide unified action against pollution.
1: Indeed, at this moment, it is not still very safe to walk at the busy urban roadside areas. But what we want to see in this 15-year plan is that at least there uh, are milestones set, say at five-year, 10-year target, how we are moving Hong Kong to a more walkable environment so that we could reduce the unnecessary reliance on vehicular traffic. And that is what other global cities are doing. Tokyo are doing that, Paris are doing that, London and New York are doing that. But why Hong Kong is not making a strong commitment on that? We can see why.
0: Customs say they've seized more than $100 million worth of cocaine that was hidden inside heavy equipment parts from Brazil in the largest airborne trafficking of the drug in 20 years. They say X-ray scans at the airport revealed that 110 kilograms of cocaine were hidden inside two hydraulic systems. Two men from a construction projects firm, which the cargo was addressed to, have been arrested. China's 70-year battle to eliminate malaria has resulted in the country being declared free of the disease by the World Health Organization. It's gone four years without a case to achieve the certification. Here's the BBC's James Reid. In the 1940s, China was registering 30 million malaria cases a year and around 300,000 deaths.
1: It launched a comprehensive campaign to eradicate the scourge. Chinese scientists developed effective anti-malarial drugs... Mosquito breeding grounds were sprayed, and the government pioneered the use of nets treated with insecticide. The WHO said China's innovative approach to malaria had had a significant ripple effect on the global struggle against the disease. Extensive monitoring is now in place
0: to stop malaria from being reintroduced from other countries. The North Korean state news agency says the country's leader, Kim Jong-un, has taken top officials to task for their failure to contain COVID-19. It said an unspecified grave incident had put the country at risk. Here's the BBC's Sanjay Dasgupta. KCNA, the state-controlled news agency in North Korea, raises more questions than it answers with its cryptic coverage. It does not elaborate on what happened, nor on how exactly the safety of the nation and its people had been compromised. At least one report suggests a number of senior officials have been replaced. Officially, North Korea has not reported a single confirmed case of COVID-19. Interestingly, another report in the tightly controlled North Korean media on Friday quoted an unidentified resident of Pyongyang as saying that everyone in North Korea was heartbroken after seeing images of Kim looking emaciated. The leader had reappeared in state media in early June after not being seen in public for almost a month. People living in the Florida apartment block that collapsed last week were warned in April that the building was in urgent need of repair. A letter from the head of the Residents Association said damage damage detected during an inspection in 2018 had worsened. Rescuers are still searching for survivors. Twelve people are known to have died, but another 149 are unaccounted for. Ron DeSantis is Florida's governor.
1: When somebody's missing in action in the military, you're missing until you're found and we don't stop the search. And so I think that that's what's happening. Those first responders are breaking their back, trying to find anybody they can, and they are going to continue to do that. And they've been very selfless. They put themselves at risk to do it.
0: Police in Western Canada say dozens of people in the Vancouver area have died in an unprecedented heat wave. More than 60 deaths have been reported since Monday, most of them elderly or with underlying health conditions. Here's the BBC's Peter Bowes. According to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, heat is believed to be a contributing factor in the deaths of 69 people in the Vancouver suburbs of Burnaby and Surrey.
1: Most were elderly or had underlying health conditions. Canada has set a new all-time high-temperature record, while the scorching heat has reached levels not seen since record-keeping began in the 1940s in the US cities of Portland
0: in Oregon and Seattle in Washington. The heat wave has been blamed on a layer of warm air trapped by a ridge of high pressure in the region. Biotech firm HutchMed has surged on its debut. The subsidiary of Li Ka-shing's Hutchison Wampo opened nearly 30% higher and continued to soar by as much as 50%. It had priced its shares at $40.10 each and was oversubscribed by more than four times, raising almost $4 billion in its public offering. United Airlines has announced the biggest aircraft purchase deal in its history. Its order includes 200 Boeing and 70 Airbus planes in a deal worth 30 billion U.S. dollars. The chief executive of the U.S. airline, Scott Kirby, said the deal would underpin a resurgence in air travel, which is slowly recovering from the COVID pandemic. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,968, 37 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $68 billion. Currencies. The U.S. dollar is trading at 110.45 yen. The euro is standing at 1 U.S. dollar and 19 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 75 cents. On to sports. In the NBA, the Atlanta Hawks evened the Eastern Conference Final Series with Milwaukee Bucks by taking Game 4. The Hawks' Lou Williams had 21 points in the game and Bogdan Bogdanovich added 20 in the 110-88 to win. The quarterfinal lineup at football's Euro 2020 is complete after wins for England and Ukraine. We start at Wembley Stadium, where England defeated their old rivals Germany 2-0 with second-half goals from Raheem Sterling and Harry Kane. Sterling opened, scoring on the 75th minute, his third goal in four games.
1: We knew we needed to put a big performance against a very good side, and I thought we'd done that today. Of all the important goals you've scored for England, scoring the opener against Germany must be up there as one of the most special as well. Yeah, for sure, Uh said you know doing it for your country is always um, would always be special and you know it's it's definitely a special moment for me. taught me through the emotion when it hit the back of the net because the boys ran over in celebration and you could just see what it meant to the whole team. Yeah I celebrated and then for half a second I thought um, let let, let it not be offside Um, but yeah I was just really happy it went in and, and you know really happy we got the one win.
0: Defender Harry Maguire was named man of the match on an England side that have yet to concede a goal in the tournament. The result means Joachim Löw has managed his last game for Germany. He had already confirmed his departure prior to the tournament. His place will be taken by Hansi Flick. In the last of the round of 16 matches, Ukraine defeated Sweden 2-1 in extra time to reach their first quarterfinals of a major tournament. The quarterfinals kick off late Friday night, Hong Kong time. Spain versus Switzerland is followed by Belgium versus Italy. Denmark play the Czech Republic late Saturday night, and in the early hours of Sunday, England play Ukraine in Rome. Next to tennis, Serena Williams is out of Wimbledon after twisting her ankle in a first round match against Alexandra Saznanovich of Belarus. On the men's side, Roger Federer is through to the second round, but only after an injury to his opponent. The BBC's Chris Stennis has more. Serena walked onto centre court wearing another eye-catching outfit to start her quest for that elusive 24th Grand Slam
1: title. She left the court belly 45 minutes later in tears, her hopes in tatters after slipping awkwardly during the first set. Huge disappointment for Williams, her team and the centre court crowd. Federer's match a little earlier was also decided by an injury. The Swiss hadn't lost in the opening round of a Grand Slam for 18 years, but at two sets to one down to the Frenchman Adrian Manorino and struggling to find his touch, people were thinking the unthinkable. But then midway through the fourth set, Manorino slipped and twisted his knee before retiring at the start of the fifth. Heartache for the Frenchman relief for Federer. And so, contrasting fortunes for two of the sport's greatest ever players as they approach their 40th birthdays. Williams out, Federer through, but you have to wonder how many more
0: times we'll see either of them on the hallowed turf of Wimbledon. The weather today will be hot with sunny intervals and a few showers in the afternoon. There will be moderate southwesterly winds, occasionally fresh offshore. In the next couple of days, there will be a few showers and sunny intervals and very hot over the weekend. Right now, it's 33 degrees with humidity at 69%. To end the news, the top stories once again. A leading microbiologist says Hong Kong has contained the spread of the contagious Delta COVID variant in the community. Police are planning to deploy more than 10,000 officers across Hong Kong tomorrow to prevent public gatherings on the 24th anniversary of the handover. And veteran journalist Steve Vines has announced he's stepping down from his role at RTHK Radio after 30 years, citing the national security law. That's the news from RTHK.
1: everyone and welcome to the 123 show this afternoon i'm karen Coe, sitting in for noreen near today she is off today so i'm taking care of the show for her a big thanks to phil whelan for this morning's morning brew and we've got an interesting show coming up for you today first of all what's your social media of choice and what